computer. Johann Andreas Petrus van der Schlout, born August 6, 1987, passport number NWJ77F425. Chain smoking, unshaven, and quiet, the brown haired guest in room 309 was a night owl and a loner. Although tourists traveling alone were the exception, those who did tended to enjoy chatting with the women behind the desk, practicing their broken Spanish, and inquiring about the historical and cultural sites to explore outside the confines of the hotel. Questions such as, Are you from Lima? Have you ever been to Cusco? Are there any cool bars nearby? were happily addressed by the hotel staff. The young man in room 309, however, was all business, other than the occasional thank you or hello, he hadn't once engaged Adele in small talk during his two-week stay. Mr. van der Schlout had opted for the cheapest rate, fifty nuevos soles for a small third-floor accommodation with a TV and private bath and sporadic chambermaid service. That's the equivalent of about eighteen U.S. dollars. Unlike most tourists, he paid in cash for the first night, and came back to her several times to settle his bill, also using cash. Adele told the caller she imagined the guest in room 309 must be sleeping. It was past midnight, after all. But the caller persisted. She wanted to know when the receptionist had last seen him. Thinking back, Adele realized it had been several days since he had returned to the hotel, most recently in the company of a young Peruvian woman. It was after 5 a.m. when the two had gone upstairs together, but their behavior did not seem indicative of a lover's tryst. Mr. van der Schlout was leading, and the young woman followed several steps behind him as they started for the staircase. Working in a small hotel was a bit like watching one of her novelas, soap operas, on television. There was little that escaped the clerk's inquisitive eye. Adele had seen the Dutchman a second time that same morning when she was on her way home from her shift. It was just after 8 a.m. when the two crossed paths on the sidewalk a half-block from the hotel. He was carrying what looked like two paper cups of coffee, and nodded a hello as she passed in the company of her co-worker, Juan. She realized it had been three days since their sidewalk encounter, and she hadn't seen him again since that morning. Feeling uneasy, Adele hung up the phone and returned to her computer registry. It was then that she noticed that Mr. van der Schlout was two days behind on his hotel bill. Though it was already past midnight, she couldn't let this slide. She'd only been working at the hotel for a short time and didn't want to jeopardize her meager $280 a month salary. A hotel job in Miraflores was certainly better than any job she'd find in her own neighborhood of Chorios, where she'd grown up in the shadow of the Santa Monica Penitentiary for Women. At 12.30 a.m., Adele headed up the stairs to room 309 to ask Mr. van der Schlout to settle the bill. She knocked several times. There was no answer. Standing in the hallway, she could hear that a TV or radio was on inside the room. But when no one came to the door, she decided not to disturb the guest further. Returning to the first floor, she found Iris, the night manager, and explained the situation. 
Take a copy of the room key and go back upstairs and open the door, Iris instructed. Adele was a bit apprehensive as she slid the key into the lock and slowly opened the door. She was worried about intruding on a guest. A foul smell overwhelmed her as she stepped across the threshold. She noticed that the TV on the table directly in front of her had been left on. Empty soda bottles, cigarette butts, and coffee cups covered the tabletop. It was the beginning of the Peruvian winter, and the room felt cold. A window across the room had been left open, and a nylon curtain swayed in the breeze. The queen-size bed was in disarray. The mattress was askew, revealing the wooden slats of the bed frame. The sheets were balled up in a heap on the floor between the mattress and the TV table, and clothing, a tennis racket, and a pair of sneakers were mixed in with the bed linens.